Hello and welcome to Enlightened Empaths, your community for the spiritually awakened. Today we're talking with our guest about healing yourself with color. But before we dive into that, let us tell you a little bit about Walla. As an intuitive color healer and trained interior designer, Walla uses a combination of color frequency, crystal sound healing, body release movement, mental reprogramming, and breath work to help release blockages. Her forthcoming book, Heal Yourself with Color, Harness the Power of Color to Change Your Life, will be released next month. In this book, she explains the associations with each color, what it can do for you, and how to use color in your life to balance and heal, bring love into your life, improve relationships, and more. A Kuwaiti living in Barcelona, Wallace studied interior design at the Virginia Commonwealth University and now has a thriving private practice working with clients to create healing spaces. Welcome to the show. We'd love for you to start us off by telling listeners a little bit more about how you got started on this journey, Healing with Colors. Oh, my journey with color. I always feel like my journey with color has been just since I was young, because I was always interested in how colors make you feel and everything. But then I was in a really difficult spot in my life when I was around 23, 24. And I just felt my life on the outside looked really good. But from the inside, I just felt really I was miserable and one of the big triggers was I was living in Tokyo at the time and when you go to a place like Harajuku and you see all these people getting like dressed in all these beautiful colors I would go and buy them but then every time I would try to put it on I wouldn't be able to from there I started really looking into it and when I found I found that I was really I didn't want people to see me I wanted to hide the only two colors I was able to to wear were black and dark brown and I didn't even like dark brown at the time but that was the only thing that felt comfortable because it helped me hide blend in and for people not to notice me and when I when I started understanding that I started understanding it was because I was really rejecting myself I was not really um, embracing all of myself and who I am and who I want to be because of many different things that throughout the years I started healing with color and then when I saw how powerful color is I studied it dove into it a lot and channeled a lot of the work and I'm doing it now for people to help them see how color can help them regulate emotions, can help them release difficult blockages and trauma from a really, really deep place. And I've been doing that for the past eight years, I think even more. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. What's interesting is I have to wear a certain color. Like I can feel what color I'm supposed to wear. Like if I get Mm -hmm. up in the morning, it's like, oh, today is definitely a blue day. And even sometimes mm-hmm. it gets to the point it has to be a certain shade of blue. Like oh, it might be a dark, <laughs> but it, it's almost uncomfortable with the day if I don't wear the right color for the day. And when I used to work in a, in a big building, I would find that a lot of sensitive people would show up wearing the same colors on that day. Yes. And I always thought that was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. When I started working with this, what I would do is I I would look at like what's the color of the day usually you'd find like two three colors that a lot of people would be wearing so when you go to the gym you'd see like a lot of people wearing blue that day 
and then when I go to the office, it would be the same color. It was, it's so interesting how intuitively we know. You are extra intuitive and aware, which is beautiful and amazing. Most people just do it without thinking. And it's just this, this is the beauty of color. It's talking to you, it's talking, your subconscious saying, hey, you need this vibration today, um, grab it. Because actually colors don't exist. It's our brain's translation to different wavelengths and different wavelengths carry different emotions, different feelings, different thoughts, and different colors and numbers. So when we're attracted to a color, we're actually attracted to the same wavelength of what that color's emotions and feelings. That I is love that. fascinating. Me too. You know, about 10 years ago, I was driving home from work. I was listening to NPR and they talked about the power of color. And the person they were interviewing mentioned a study that I've never been able to find online. But he was saying that in Victorian England, there was... Um, a mental institution with a lot of, you know, people who had aggravations and anxieties and they were experimenting with color to help them heal. And they painted mm. all the inside of the walls, a very soft pink. And he said that the studies show it did soften their emotions. It really did calm everyone down. And I just thought that was so interesting. And I believe they're, they've done it in Holland as well. Really? So what does what does pink do for the emotions? It's very interesting because like I feel like there I I love the study and I love this experiment and I think it's incredible and pink is a great healer. But I also feel like for and from what I know in my experience is that every certain emotional turmoil needs something different. Needs a different color. But when we're talking about pink, we're talking about a pink. We're talking about a color that tells people, that tells your subconscious and your nervous system, "Hey, calm down. Hey, find compassion for yourself. Find kindness, and tune into that kind energy." And I do believe that kindness is a beautiful start to heal. So I think that's brilliant. And I believe in the Netherlands when they did that study, it was very successful. That is fascinating. I love stuff like that. It's so beautiful. Like the sun has given us such a beautiful map. That's how I always say like, this is a map to life that the sun has given us that we take for granted, but it's just there, right there in front of us. And we really need to use it because it doesn't cost anything. And we are all in tune to color. It's incredible. Do you feel that the different frequencies, because I, I agree with you, everything is frequency and vibration. Do you feel that it aligns with the chakra system, the different colors and what we're yeah. needing at the time? It definitely does. Because again, they're all the same frequency. They're all the same. Um, but I find that in color therapy, there is a bigger expansion on the colors because you'd have colors that have more white in them, colors that have more black in them and then a combination of colors so it goes deeper into the frequency of light but the frequency of light is also something that affects us and affects our chakra system very interesting and in the book i do have a section like with every color um its meaning and it's and its chakra connection oh beautiful thank you 
Why do you think as a society, we tend to go through color phases in terms of interior decorating? Like in the 70s, everybody had avocado green kitchens. Now it's all stainless steel or marble. What does that say about the collective conscious, do you think? I always tell people, your favorite colors or the colors that you're attracted to should change because that also means that you know you're done with this lesson that you're working on now you're moving to the next one um, or the next level of it or if you're stuck on one color maybe you need to keep going deeper so the changes of color in society interior de interior design wise i think it's such a powerful strong thing that means we are evolving and we are reacting we are reacting to the environment around us and i will bring last year for example last year with covid everybody went through a shock so everything you saw online started becoming neutrals in the beginning mm -hmm. and it was because people wanted something that would ground them and would neutralize this heavy crazy energy that we all had to deal with because we had to be confined and then after that the anxieties came up and then you started seeing pastels lilacs really soft colors coming into the palettes of people's houses people's clothes and that's also a response from from our system and what we've going through was like okay now we need to relax now we need to tune up and now this year you're seeing more neon brighter more vivid colors coming up because we spent the end of last year and this year covered, faces covered, expression covered. And the way we're reacting now is that we are expressing through strong colors. Like we need to be out. We need to be, to be there. We need to be seen. That makes so much sense. Because like after World War I, we had the roaring 1920s with all the, the red fringe dresses and the fun flapper stuff. And after World War II, we had pink poodle skirts. And, you know, you can, you can kind of trace it when society's ready to put some difficult times behind them, the colors come out again. Yeah, definitely. And this is the exciting thing. Because um, one of the things I used to do is I used to go to color forecasting conferences and workshops. And what we used to do with people from different companies, different aspects, fashion, cars, automobiles, everything. And we'd be looking and predicting what colors people will be wanting. And the first thing we look at is the psychological trends and the emotional and social trends. And based on these trends, we will be for we would forecast what the colors people would want because it's such an emotional choice i always wondered why how they picked <laughs> i know that sounds odd but you know they'll say oh the color of the year is you know mm -hmm. fill in the blank and i always thought what what brings us to that place that that becomes the color of the year but you just explained it so thank you <laughs> you're welcome and they're actually really fun but it's also you know if you want to sell your product and if you're a company you want to sell a product you want to put it in a color that really resonates with people so studying the color of it is very important for consumer markets i always thought it was just anna wintour at vogue dictating it <laughs> no, actually someone at pentone is telling her and then there's like so many different small color marketing groups that actually um, the first person I did my color 
study with, which was like um, about like colors and personality, was um, one of the board members, God, her, uh, Latrice, Latrice Eisman. She's basically one of the most important people in the color world, and she mainly dictates these colors. Wow. Okay, so in your book, you talk about how to rainbow cleanse your home. What does that mean? Okay, so one of the practices that I love to do is using color to clear the house, to clear the energy of the house. And um, we can do that with visualization. We can do that with colored lights that are now everywhere. So I have a certain ritual because sometimes when at home you'd have arguments or you have bad stuff, stuff happen or just a heavy week we need to cl cleanse and clear our houses periodically and energy, energy wise and there is a way with color to do it to do it with color and it's so beautiful because you can just bring in all the types of energies and have them balance your entire space because you're going through the colors of the rainbow so you're going through the all the frequencies we need see and that makes so much sense because it would bring a balance and peace and sanctuary to your living space. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. So one of the other things you offer is a combination of sound healing, sound baths with the color therapy. Uh, could you mm -hmm. explain how that works, please? So every month what I do is I have like, I do it on one-on-one -on -one sessions and I also do it on a monthly um, color circle where we use the energy of the month because every every month has a certain color energy for example the month we're speaking at now is june so it's an indigo month and um and this month is really all about intuition the truth around us the justice around us are we what are we doing to create justice in our world by creating justice within ourselves. So we work with these themes with with crystal bowls and and colors and color visualization and color breath work. So while you're breathing, we're doing visualizations, different color visualizations. And we do this 90 minute color circle and we just help you clean and clear. And every month has a certain theme. And how does how does the sound come into that? Mm. Because every color vibration connects to a sound vibration connects to a number. So, for example, the sound of violet would be this. This is the same frequency. Oh, that's lovely. And then the sound of red would be this. Do you feel the difference? Oh, very, very much so. So... When you use color, you're stimulating your subconscious and your mind. And when you're using, and when I'm including sound in it, I'm including the emotions. Because sound helps move the water in the body and the liquid in the body. And, and it helps us move emotions out. So this, the combination of those two things is such a powerful, beautiful experience. I just love teaching it and, um, and I love people's responses to it. It, it provides a multimodality healing session. So someone yeah. may really resonate with the, the sound. Are they crystal bowls that you're using? Yeah. Okay. Because I the tone sounded, felt very familiar and sounded very familiar. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I, I love the metal bowls, 
but these guys resonate with me more. I feel them more. Mm -hmm. um, but also about like different modalities in the healing, it's I do believe that we heal mentally, emotionally, and physically. So this is why I love to involve different things when I'm working with people. Like when I'm doing color readings, it's a very mental, intuitive experience. When I'm doing one-on-one -on -one sessions, mentoring sessions, I'm involving all the other, all the aspects. And when I'm doing workshops and, and, and color circles, I'm also giving people a glimpse of what they can do. And color and sound as a combination such a powerful combination that people feel it right away and if they're able to act on it and take action towards moving forward with the healing they did it just creates miracles so if someone were to walk into their closet after listening to this and they see that it's primarily one two or three colors and they want to invite some change into their life what are some colors that inspire happiness or love or joy or success? Is it that clear? Is it that cut and dry? It's never that cut and dry, but there are <laughs> frameworks. So the first thing you do, if you're looking at your closet and your closet has two different colors, mainly two colors, let's say orange and yellow, um, and then you're looking at it, the first thing I feel people, I tell people to do is ask yourself, what does these colors make you feel? why do you want them what what do they do for your body and just really tune into that and then and then i would look up what these colors mean as well and see what that how that resonates with me and see how i can work with it and then when i want to introduce different things and different changes um i like to start small especially with people who are used to only wearing black i like to have them start um with little accessories or nail polish or a little bit of colorful makeup. So to bring your energy up and happiness, yellow and orange are great, but if you have anxiety, yellow could increase it. Um, if you're feeling, uh, if you're looking for success, it really depends on what's stopping you because <laughs> there's always the root cause that you really need to know and then you, you add in the color with it. Yeah, that makes sense. I have read that yellow is great for kitchens, but not bedrooms because yeah, of what you... Yeah, yellow is very mentally stimulating. Mm -hmm. that, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I'd have yellow in my office. I wouldn't have it in my, in my bedroom. But it's a very personal thing, right? Because... I have a friend and she lives in an older house and everything is dark, dark wood and dark walls. And it's not my cup of tea. I like a, a very bright, open, lots of windows, but she loves it. And, and that's what makes her happy. And it's a beautiful home and she's created a cozy environment. So is it, is it a personal thing on some level? Of course, it is definitely a personal thing, but I'm also um, a fan of the darker interiors i find them cozy and because i believe or i want my home to feel like a sanctuary and a place that is mine that i ha not hide in but kind of like finish the day in and just close off and do my caving thing so that's why i really like the dark colors to be to be dark and usually people who want dark interiors look for are very sensitive and need a bit of caving after dealing with people. 
mostly introverts. But people who want more bright, brighter colors would be people who love inviting people, who are very in inclusive, they're open, they, um, they want their home to be open for people, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. It's interesting. When I bought my home, I live in an older home. And when I bought it, it was a darker and older. And I would go in each room and I would like feel what color I wanted it to be. And one room, I just knew in my heart that room had to be a very pale, pale, pale green, almost just off-white green. Mm. And I could feel it. But the, it was almost like the room was telling me what color it was supposed to be. I know that sounds a little wingnut, but... And, oh, and no, it, it doesn't. <laughs> But it was almost like pay attention to how. And then when I was getting ready to to sell the house, of course, I went everything off white. But now I find myself as I haven't sold the home, and I'm not thinking of doing that right now. Like integrating the color back in, and it's almost like the house will talk to you if you listen. Yes. So this is one of the things I do whenever I start designing a house. I will I will touch the walls, and then I will ask, and I will ask the wall uh, the house, what do you want to be. What do you oh, I love that. What's missing? And then I'll, I'll, I, when I'm working online with people to do healing spaces, I will ask them to do the same thing and see what the house wants and then see what they want from the house. And then we'll find a middle ground. And that makes perfect sense. Because, because the, the house the home. energy. Yes, it's alive. I mean, not, well, it is. Everything has, as we said, <laughs> frequency and vibration. But it also... Aligned. So basically with your color work, you're connecting with the energy of the space, connecting with the Definitely. energy of the person that's in the space and melding mm -hmm. those two together. So it's a cohesive, healing, supportive environment. I love to tell people, okay, look at your room and say, okay, what do I want my living room to do? And look at what is happening in the house. Like if you're a family, do you have a communication problem or challenge? Do you struggle relaxing, etc.? What are the, the challenges? Which room do you want these challenges to be solved in? It's a whole process, but it's really, really important for us to do to, to create that sanctuary for ourselves. And it's fun. <laughs> What does it say about someone if they have certain colors that they just don't like? Like, are we supposed uh, to listen to that? Or should we just accept that we don't like that color or this color? Um, I always tell people the color you hate the most is the color you need the most. Is because oh. these are colors that tell us, hey, this is what you need. And then we're repelled by it because we're like, no, I'm not going to deal with this. I don't want to do. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to go there. Wow. Okay. So I don't like so, eggplant purple, but I love lilac or lavender. Mm, interesting. Okay. Eggplant purple is a color that is quite shadowy and really about going into the ego and really going into the depth and depth of it, you know, like a really solid layer down. Like, and this is why it's really hard for people to to connect with it. Um, but I'm assuming your subconscious is saying it's time to dive deeper into your fears, into the void. Let's let's get you out. Let's get you out on the other side even more. 
And then the lilac is telling you to have faith. Wow, that's so cool. I, I love a light purple, but the darker purples, I don't know, they, they make me sad. Hmm, that's interesting. They make you sad. Yeah, I would definitely do some shadow work. Yeah, so I got to look into the void. And Nietzsche says, be careful. You look into the void and it looks back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it always looking? I think so. <laughs> what about you, Denise? Do you have a color that just doesn't resonate with you? Um, I, I'm not a big fan of, of the drab, like olive green or. Oh, the, yeah. I, I don't. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. It's not a good color for my skin tone but it's also not a color I've ever been really drawn to. But one of my sons loves the earth tones, loves browns, grays, olives. Like those are, it, he, he blends into the woods like a specter. It's, it's so, but I, I'm not big on browns or uh, certain browns if I accent them with something else. So I, maybe I need to get grounded. Um, or maybe because this, the, the olive green or greens in general are colors that are, are colors about opening your heart and being open to the fluidity of life. And olive green is the beginning of it. And it's a more of like an, in, in, how do I, what's the word I'm looking for? Olive green is more about like grounding the slab, keeping the slab, letting yourself keep it and not you know when you have a cake you don't need to share all the pieces of it and just have some of your cake kind of thing that's kind of that's the message hmm. let's receive more oh that makes sense denise you're such a giver <laughs> <laughs> yes it really does so you you will use not only with a space that you're using color with but with the people you blend your intuitive connection in as well when you're doing a color reading color readings really talk really tell us about you know what we're born to be the day you were born is the soul energy you came your soul color energy you came with your month that you were born is the challenges that you came here to learn to overcome and then the year you were born represents where your soul actually wants you to go on your journey but then we intuition is important in this because we have these, you know, frame we have this framework of how each color affects us. But also we need to see your choices. How did you choose? What did you choose with your with your colors and your energies? So it's a it's an experience that I love giving and sharing with people because it just opens their eyes on their talents, on how, why, it'll just give them why they feel a certain way, why they just have a different understanding about colors, about their own colors, who they are. It's a beautiful experience. What does it say about someone who wears the same color? Like, you know how Thomas Wolfe, the writer, always wore white or Steve Jobs only wore black. What does that reveal about someone's personality? It's someone who doesn't care about expressing themselves because they want to do something else, their purpose. Like, especially when we're talking about writers or S Steve Jobs, he did it because he doesn't want to think about him, his clothes. He just wanted to work. That's what I always thought too. Just a streamline. I'm not here for this, this or that. I know my purpose. I'm going to come and do it and not waste time on figuring out what I'm going to wear every day. 
And it's not only that, it's like, I don't even want you to see who I am or my expression. I'll, I'll express it through something different, a different modality. But also, it's these people who feel, you know, I don't want you to see me, see my work. That's more important. Which would make sense if someone was a creative or an artist, they would want to divert the attention from themselves to what they're creating. Yes, and also introverts like darker colors and they like to blend in. They don't, they don't, if you put an introvert in orange in the center of, of a room full of people, they're going to feel drained. Oh, that feels terrible. <laughs> for, you, for me, it would feel so good because I'm always an orange. <laughs> I think I wear orange maybe maybe three times a year and i i have i have two orange things and they're in great shape because i never wear them but when i'm drawn to really wear that color i wear that color but it's not my default so that's interesting are you really extroverted um i'm in between i jump in between okay um but orange for me is because orange is a very revealing color it's a color that says you're an emotionally open being <laughs> that's why it's really and it's a social color it draws people to you to talk and wow. so it's uh it's a, that that's why i enjoy it i really i really love it but also i love it because i work um my life one of the biggest things i've been working on with myself is the mother wound and aura mm -hmm. and the feminine energy um, and this is the color to work on it with. And I've always been drawn to it. It's not something I decided. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it's instinctual. What about the color red? I feel like that's a difficult color for some people to wear. Yeah, and it's becoming more and more difficult uh, for people. But red is a very masculine color. Even though we, we were sold, it was, you know, woman's color. But it holds a lot of act energy it's full-on physical energy it just really focuses on taking action um, this is why they connect to lust because there's no emotional connection or no emotional communication with red it's all physical it's all movement doing action red people don't enjoy talking about concepts they enjoy doing things that makes a lot of sense. You know, I wear a lot of pinks and Kelly green is probably my favorite color to wear and some lavenders. And my father is in a nursing home. And every time I go visit him, there's a couple of ladies and they always say to me, too bright, too much. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's not, I'm not walking around with this like neon sign. I, I you know, Today I'm wearing white jeans and a Kelly green shirt. It's not, you know, over the top madras plaid. And they always say, that's too much, too bright. Like they're mad at me. It's very interesting because like when you're wearing color, you're expressing yourself and you're expressing yourself brightly. And what you're doing is you're triggering them. You're become you're too bright. You're a woman. You shouldn't be that bright. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I just laugh and go, oh, yeah, okay. But <laughs> but it just does not make them happy. I need to go there and wear like black jeans and a black turtleneck and see what they say. No, no you, need to, you need to 
go there with your bright colors and when they tell you something be like oh, i think you need to work on standing in your power instead of hiding oh that's good. good one yeah so what about i mean basically i wear blues and purples and roses and just very those are my 99% of the colors i wear oh i love them you're yeah you're seeking energies that are soft that are kind it's all about having faith and all about really having faith in, faith in the self and the universe mainly having mm -hmm. faith in the world around us and just connecting with that soft gentle i don't want to say mother energy i want to say earth mother energy that makes sense like higher higher mother higher self energy as well yeah that makes a lot of sense for you so when you talk about numbers with colors does that correlate with the chakras so like would red correlate to the number one yeah okay and then would the different variations of colors course like would olive green still be a four for heart chakra uh it would be something in between okay the exact four because it has different colors in it so the main colors the main nine colors um that go go with the color with the main chakras because in in our bodies we have more than a hundred chakras but the main ones are the ones we focus on because they're the largest ones. It's the same thing with color and numbers. So the main, main co nine colors are the colors of the rainbow plus magenta and gold. And then you have the colors in between, the colors that are um, different hues and different stuff. So that's why color is just such a big world. So with the earth chakra... I always picture at the base of our feet and I always associate it with brown. Would is do you look at it that way and would what number would that be? It's very interesting because the feet chakra, I with the chakras of the feet, I always imagine them green, which is strange because whenever I do the visualization, that's what comes to me. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't know what number that would be. <laughs> I've always wondered that too. I mean, would it be zero? Would it be a base one it makes sense that you would see it as green i was just taught it's brown for earth so i just oh yeah i just go along with that but it makes sense that you would see it as green but it's like it's supposed to be red like if we're saying supposed to like because mm -hmm. chakras are connected to the base chakra which is red but every time i see and imagine roots coming down to ground myself i'd always see them as green and this is why i always tell people if I tell you see green and you see pink, follow your intuition, see the pink, because you know best what works with your own frequency. Love that. So magenta and gold, I can align the other colors with the chakras. I have a basic understanding of those. How do the magenta and gold fit in? The magenta, I always, I always tell people, it's like an out-of-body energy that we are connected to. So it's like above um it's above the crown mm -hmm. and it's an energy that hovers around us the energy of innovation it's like the ultra human energy if that makes sense um and it's an energy of just really 
bringing the human experience beyond man and woman and just into human innovation and 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 really the new world and then the gold is on top of that which is which is a frequency that really comes from from the higher beings from from the higher frequencies it's also outside your body that's why a lot of people who are born gold if they're not aware they struggle materializing things you know i don't think i've ever worn gold like a gold color no i have (laughs) (laughs) have you worn like a serious to like so many different colors i just love it well, that makes sense, though, because you're so well-traveled. How many countries have you lived in? Um, four? Yeah, just four. Wow. For now. Just four. Just four. <laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> so what do you hope people take away from this book overall? I wrote this book because I wanted people, when, they, when the publisher came to me, they had a different idea about what they wanted the color therapy book to be. But for me, I really wanted to write a book that you would be able to use to check in, be like, oh, I'm going through this. Let me see what color I can use. Because color is such a beautiful and and simple and intuitive way. And I want people to I want people to be able to use it. I want people to, to gain the power of color, understand the power of color in the simplest way and in the most practical way. So the book is really a workbook. It's not something you're just going to sit and read. It's something that will help you work on different things like self-love. It'll give you hacks for um, meetings, um, a bit of interior, and even the colors of your food and how to release stress. There's a lot of different tricks and how to... I wanted it to be practical. I wanted it to be easy to use. What are some of your favorite tricks in the book? Can you give us one or two? I like the rainbow cleanse. That's one of my favorite ones. And then there is a love, a self-love section in the book where I dive deep into looking. First, I, I have, um, have a part where we talk about where does your self-love, you know, not the inability to love yourself stem from. And then I take people through like a quick exercise and a quick quiz and check. And then after that, um, depending on their results, I've created a little map of different exercises for them to do to work and increase their self-love using different colors, different visualizations and practices. That's really good because it's fine-tuned to each individual response. So you wouldn't suggest pink for everyone dealing with self-love stuff. No. I like that. Because a lot of people... Also, because some people have issues loving themselves because they lack boundaries and they don't know how to put boundaries. Others, because of mother wound. Others, it's so different. Um, and we, with each color, that's why I'm, I'm saying like working with color, you also need, we're working with anything. You need to find your root cause. I also want people to see that it's not black and white. It's a rainbow in between. That's beautiful. That's so true. And it is going back to that core trauma to release that. And from all these multimodalities that you're bringing in, it seems like it would be a very gentle process. It's very, uh, someone could work on their own time frame with color, with sound, with numerology, with the frequencies, and, yeah. and that spirit 
or all that is or universe or however we want to label that would mm-hmm. gently surround that person with this healing mode. It's not a harsh thing to work through. No, because color is just, you know, it's, it's part of beauty and beauty is gentle. Yes. So I know you just finished this book and you're getting it out in July. Are you working on a new project? Um, at the moment, no. I'm really focused on spreading the word for the book. It's out in July for UK, but in the States, it's out in August. Um, but the pre-order is already, is already there. And I just want people to look at color differently. That's wonderful. And what are some ways people can find you and get in touch with you? Um, I'm most of the time online on Instagram, my website, color-ways.com. And on Instagram, you'd find me at colorways. And I'm very responsive. I love chatting to people there. And always people email me too. So these are my main channels. That is fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. This has really been a treat to look at color and I never really thought about aligning it with sound therapy and numerology and the chakras. I just, I really appreciate you taking the time to share all of this with our listeners. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so, I I love this conversation so much. This has been a pleasure and so many people are going to benefit from your work. So thank you so very much. And once again, everyone, the name of the book is Heal Yourself with Color, Harness the Power of Color to Change Your Life. We hope you check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember, as always, to show up, do great work, and share your light. Take care.